Hello and welcome back to Eat the Damn Cake. I'm Carly. And I'm Maddie. We are joined by a very special guest today. We have Morgan here from Viva Tequila Seltzer. Welcome to Eat the Damn Cake. Thank yes. you guys for having me. I'm super excited to be here and for you to try our product. Yeah. Oh gosh, we are so excited. I'm really excited. We, we have a lot sitting right in front of us and so it might much. be 11 a.m. But you know we're going to try it. Morgan, we are so excited to just talk to you about all things Viva, but also all things entrepreneurship and kind of how Viva came to be. Because in a market with, you know, seltzers in general, there are a lot out there. And I think maybe we can just start of like, how did it come to be? How did you differentiate yourselves in the market of alcoholic beverages and seltzers? Because I feel like you guys have seen a lot of success early on. Thank you. Yeah, uh, we're coming up on our two year anniversary actually next week. So super excited about that. But just to go back a few steps, you yeah. asked kind of about my background and how I got into it too. Um, I went to Babson College right yeah. outside of Boston. Go Badgers. Um, played field hockey there, studied Beavers. business um, and entrepreneurship. So I always wanted to go into something entrepreneurial. From um, graduating Babson, I actually started a program with Anheuser-Busch. So I did a rotational program with those guys and I worked in a brewery in marketing and sales, had a project and I spent um, eight years working for Anheuser-Busch, mostly on the sales side, both with wholesalers and with retailers. Great. So I was um, most recently for them sales director of Massachusetts. And uh, Stephen reached out to me, Stephen um, Thurston, one of one of my co-founders, and he had the idea for Viva. So when he reached out, I, I knew it was something I wanted to hop in with because having that entrepreneurial drive and not really having a ton more room to, to grow up in Anheuser-Busch without being, you know, willing to move, say, to California and whatnot. Right. So it was kind of a perfect fit. And I just knew, you know, this, this product, the timing, we're at this wave of seltzer started as being malt based with truly and white claw mm -hmm. and they shifted into being vodka based like high noon yeah and now we're at the forefront of tequilas really becoming hot so yeah you know this is our like i said two-year anniversary so we're we're excited with where we've gotten to we're in 11 states wow. uh, boston's our home market this is where we started so uh, yeah, it. that's kind of the background. I will also say you're hitting a very um, good market with tequila because I know so many people are like, I don't drink vodka. I, it doesn't sit well with me. I only drink tequila. And so they never would drink like the high noons or like whatever, the even the malt based. But the tequila is like where it's at for these people. If they want not just a straight bottle of tequila, they can have like a beautiful little seltzer with a nice little flavor in it. Oh, it's um, so much better than vodka, <laughs> so much better. So I wanna talk about how you bring a product like this to life from the original idea. I know that Steven, one of the co-founders is the one who approached you, but how in a saturated market, do you get your name out there? Do you make yourself known? Do you like really enter the alcohol industry? Mm -hmm. Prove yourself amongst all those other products. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we are very scrappy, and that's what Love it, it takes in the startup that's world. Possible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we all wear a lot of different hats between Steven, Chris, myself, our whole sales team. Um, we have a few folks that help on the side for us with marketing and some of the other um, components. So we're just super scrappy, and we do a lot and work really hard, and that's helped us propel to get where we are. Yeah. Um, you know, we're right now, as an example, we're testing our next round of flavors, which won't launch until 
next year, um, sometime in the spring or early summer. Okay. Wow. Um, so more to come on that. Okay. But, you know, we're in our, our fourth iteration of the flavor profiles and we test them all, you know, version A, version B. We make our notes. We send it back. We really want to get it perfect. So, right. um, you know, there's a lot of uh, back end work that goes into all of that. I can only imagine. So where so in the moment that he came up with that Mm -hmm. talk us through how you took an idea from maybe a text or a reach out or like i want to do this how did you guys start your first product like how did you get there Mm -hmm. so the idea originally came from it was during covid and um steven also worked for anheuser-busch so that's how we knew each other and that's Mm -hmm. You know the connection that we have so he was golfing one day during coronavirus yep. drinking a lot of high noons yep looked at his bill and he's like how did i spend this much on high noon and he loves tequila so he's like why is no one making a product like this with tequila um so that was the initial start of the ideation for viva um you know and then started working on the different flavor profiles and the packaging and the branding and everything and for me it actually took a few months for him to convince me to to come on board and to make sure that we both felt like it was the right fit but yeah. well it's a scary um, jump to make when you go from something that's I don't want to say comfortable but that you're you have comfort in and something you know like the back of your hand and then jumping to the start of something new and having to fully sell this product that doesn't have an established base behind it Mm -hmm. and sell it to people like that's a scary jump to make so i don't i don't blame you yeah and there's a lot that goes into it too from you know an investment perspective trying to raise money constantly especially in the economical environment that we have been in for the last couple of years but um you know we've been able to to raise and we're in our seed round right now so continuing that raise and really putting all of the dollars back into the business to be able to do the big marketing and and sales initiatives that we need so you know sitting right here by the td garden we've got the viva victory den bar going in in north station where it's going to be a fully branded space so you know things like that so that's gonna be amazing so i want to go over viva's i guess mantra and uh what did we decide on viva's (laughs) brand uh, ethos ethos. and the mantra of viva and like the your what viva stands for and why it aligns with us so perfectly sure so you know our our slogan is live long live well live it up slogan (laughs) carly thought it was an m carly's like sitting here before we started recording She's like, it starts with an M. I'm like, mantra. And Morgan's like, yep, she's got it. And Carl's like, nope, not what I said, not what I wanted. I don't even know. But your slogan, say it again. Yeah, live long, live well, live it up. The idea is that, you know, you, you can do it all. You can work out and then go party with your friends later that night. And, you and know, it's all indulge. about balance. All about balance, exactly. And that's, you know, the idea for eat the damn cake too, right? So, I know. It's, um, that is perfect. definitely our vibe. Yeah, Maddie and I are all about balance all the time. We, especially going into the holidays, like Maddie and I are going to have a couple drinks uh, around the dinner table with our family. And that is just like how we've always been where it's not like, oh, no, we can't because we have this, this the next day. It's like, no, it's about balance. Life is truly about balance. And if you're able to work hard, but also play hard and then make it all come together at the end, that's that's what it's all about. And that's why I love 
the live long, live well, live it up. And I also think, too, when you're consuming something, right, a beverage, an alcoholic beverage, you want one that the ingredients are good. You want one that, like, the tequila is good. Mm-hmm. And those malt beverages, I always say, give the worst hangovers. The like, worst. they make you feel like crap. So for something, you know, tequila-based, which I always think is less of a hangover some people might not agree but also but carly's like yeah i agree yeah i think it's less i think it's less too vodka just i think it's college another (laughs) vodka for me that's for another day um just you know going towards a small business too i mean you guys are much bigger than a small business now but something that started from really just two people thinking okay how can we improve someone's life and fun with a fun beverage a delicious beverage and something that no one has done yet like i would gravitate towards viva before i gravitated towards someone that you know even though i know you used to work for anheuser-busch but Mm -hmm. that's such a big company like Mm -hmm. your dollar doesn't matter as much there as it would for a smaller startup you know yeah and we always say that during the holidays if you can kind of Support, support small. smaller than, you know, putting your dollars towards a company like Amazon where you, they don't even notice your dollar. Yeah. Like, thank you. And yeah. especially here, you know, inside the garden, our signage um, that rotates uh, is born in Boston. And, and that's really important to us. Like this is where we started the company. This is our home market. Um, so we want to continue to be really strong here. Um, so the other thing that you touched on with the balance yeah. too was, you know, not only are we helping our consumers have balance in their life with Viva, but um, everything that we did with the actual product is about balance too. It's not overly carbonated. It's really light carbonation. The tequila doesn't punch you in the face. It's really light and subtle. The packaging is, you know, higher end premium with the matte wrapped label and then the emblem, you know, the agave burst emblem for Viva and um, the wording. It's not a white can with a little picture of the fruit called right. Big Co-Seltzer. So right. you know, to your point, we want it to be higher end, crafty, more niche and more local For versus sure. Big Co. Well, you can just tell by looking at the packaging. I, I mean, literally love the packaging. I like want it in my fridge just I, to like... It's very aesthetic. It looking. is. It is. It's aesthetic. <laughs> um, no, but you can tell it's more luxe, right? You know, it's easy to you know, not start a brand, but it's easy for all these other big companies, you know, White Claw, for example, they had their original White Claw and now they have the vodka seltzer White Claw. And, you know, it's easy for them to just slap on the fruit, like you said, slap on the name of, okay, it's a, you know, cherry flavored. Yeah. And then just the picture of the fruit and then that's it. They don't really have to reinvent the wheel at all. But yours looks different. And I think that's why you're probably... Not only because of the product, but you're you're grabbing people's eyes when they're shopping in a liquor store. Oh, this mm-hmm. looks different than the typical t- seltzer. It looks really nice. Oh, it's a tequila seltzer. I feel like the buyer's journey, you guys have put a lot of thought into that as well. Mm-hmm. Because that is the first thing that gets someone to buy your product. Because they haven't tasted it yet when they look at it in the in the shops and in the stores and even where you're selling it in the garden, you know? Yeah, we definitely wanted to stand out. And that's 
uh, part of the reason why we chose the packaging that we did. And the other thing is our whole shtick is with our flavors is to be different. So our top seller is the Huckleberry. We have the Elderberry, our next bestseller. And we've got watermelon and grapefruit, which are a little bit more mainstream flavors. But the taste profile on them is different than your standard watermelon and grapefruit, which we'll taste we'll taste in a bit, hopefully. But um, even with our new flavors, too, we want to continue to be really different. And that's enticing to consumers. Like I said, the, the Huckleberry being our top seller as an example i'm really intrigued to try the huckleberry because i think i've only had the um elderberry before and i've had the watermelon and i like i loved the elderberry um so i'm actually really excited to try also elderberry is really good for your immune system (laughs) so (laughs) essentially you know if you're balance balance yep (laughs) just add a little bit of the the elderberry syrup from um Come, you heard it here first from the coaches. Yeah, yeah I know. You exactly. guys were like, yeah, just have a quick tequila seltzer. <laughs> Meanwhile, on, on our Thanksgiving Day class, I always joke, they, everyone comes in and I'm like, don't worry, there's mimosas and seltzers and donuts after they're like aren't you a gym i'm like we're a gym with balance we're not going to be like go have a protein shake right now after you work out so then after this you can go and eat all you want like a lot of companies we always say say turkey burn and we're like we're we're not working out just so we can indulge no we're working out because it's a fun community space to hang out before a a, a wonderful family day i literally look day. forward yeah i look forward to that so much and uh, what better way to do it than with, with Viva? <laughs> yes. Let's go. Um, okay, so what? let's talk about your role in the company. You said you have a lot of hats. So what does your day-to-day look like? Mm-hmm. Um, I know today you're on the podcast. Which is so fun. <laughs> what does your day-to-day look like and how does it differ And based on like what you want to do next? Sure. So uh, I'm one of the three co-founders. It's myself, Stephen Thurston, and Chris Pronchek. I head sales for us. Um, So my day-to-day usually revolves around working with my sales team, both internally and externally with our wholesaler team, working with our key retailers, selling and programming and building that for them um, on the Viva front. So every day is actually different, you know, aside from Mondays, which are usually a a conference call heavy day. Yeah. The rest of the week is uh, running around, you know, different meetings with retailers, wholesalers, sometimes presenting for their sales teams. And, you know, like I said, developing programming plans. Love it. Would you say, um, that you have a favorite part and a least favorite part of entrepreneurship? Yeah. Like of starting a new, because me and Carly always say there there are the highs and there are the lows and there are the challenges and it's maybe like, it's not the least favorite part. I'll maybe be it's, quite honest. I hate doing our taxes, oh. like our <laughs> like our books, like going through receipt by receipt our QuickBooks. That is my least favorite part in the entire world. Well, we don't have an accounting department, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. No, that, I mean that, that we wear all the we yeah wear all the hats like so. That's maybe why. and it's not even the least favorite. <laughs> Like Carly hates, I don't do that because I hate it so much. And she hates it too. We probably choose straws over that, but maybe it's the most challenging part of it. I think that a lot of people get scared, right? To start their own business, to create their own product, because it's not all rainbows and unicorns when you're starting your own business. It's a lot of grit and scrappiness and just getting in there and doing the work. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, the challenges can sometimes scare people away. But 
maybe the biggest challenge you overcame in the first two years? Was there one or knock on wood? Have you not hit that yet? (laughs) Sure. So I'll give you two examples of challenges and then kind of how we are overcoming with one. Um, The first one is definitely the the financial environment. And can we raise money fast enough for the things we want to do? You know, it's been tough sometimes to get investors. We've had success with the ones we've gotten and then, you know, looking to get reinvestment and get new people. So that's definitely a challenge with things being unstable right now. Yeah. Um, The second challenge I would say is with breaking into new markets, especially chain heavy markets, there's this, we, we always say between us, there's this chicken and egg approach where we try to um, work with a chain or the wholesaler and they say, if we work with the wholesaler, they say, which chains do you have on board? You work with the chain, they say, which wholesaler are you distributed with? So yeah. we kind of need these things in tandem um, to play out for us. So that's something that's been a bit of a challenge, but um, you know, here we've been able to overcome it, for example, with breaking into Total Wine last year. Amazing. Um, we worked Congrats. with the Braintree location. Thank you. Braintree location first. And then we were able to expand across Massachusetts. Then we were able to expand from there to Connecticut and New Jersey and the other states. So it's kind of like we always have these different parlays in our business where it's one move leads to the next move and so forth. So just trying to be really strategic with with our planning on that. Yeah. Awesome. Strategy is everything, I feel like. And it's it's not easy as you just explained like they want one thing from you or if you're you're dipping into one market they're like well where are you in the other market or in the other states where what stores are you in and i don't i'm a big shark tank gal so i watch a lot of entrepreneurs that come in um to shark tank and they start talking about you know how breaking into a saturated market is really really hard if you don't have the funds. Well, mm-hmm. I also feel like every market right now is saturated. Everyone's <laughs> done everything. So like what like at this point it's like what are you doing different and why does it why are you special for it? Mm-hmm. And I think Viva especially does a really good job of that and I'm not just saying that because I don't typically reach for the seltzers anymore because like you said you guys look into okay I don't want to overcarbonate it. I don't want the tequila to punch you in the face. And I want the flavor to be natural and good and and subtle enough to the point where you can you can drink a few without being like, oh, I'm totally sick of this. And Nick and I had these not too long ago when we went to Buddy's show. And we were both like, oh, my God, these are these are so good so much better than because i don't like truly i'm not even a tequila girl and i love these we get that a lot you know we do a ton of tastings and as soon as people try it a lot of you know a lot of the time they'll say wow i can't even believe that there's alcohol in here or tequila in here you know i don't usually like tequila i love this again super subtle super light only 88 calories no carbs no sugar so talking you said about the hangovers uh, earlier that's something that we've seen having no sugar definitely helps to not have as bad of a hangover oh, the next for sure. Day. And I feel like a lot of them say there's like no sugar or there is sugar or it's like the sugar alcohol. It's just like all different mm-hmm. crazy ingredients. And I always say when you're looking at those big chain distributors of a million trillion different brands or they just have like 19 products, like you guys have this one amazing product that you're putting everything behind and you're working on new flavors of it and you're focusing on that one thing as opposed to a lot of other brands that are like, what else can we do? You guys are like, okay, let's focus on this awesome brand that we already have in this one product right now and let's make it the best we possibly can. Mm-hmm. 
which is so cool. <laughs> which is so cool. Should we taste it? I think we yes. should taste it. All right, let's try it. All right. Okay, so we're tasting Huckleberry. Huckleberry. Cheers. Cheers. So this is definitely our most fragrant flavor. Um, it's kind of like a cross between a blueberry and a blackberry. Oh my gosh, so it's so good. It's the sweetest of the four that we have. I love it. Mm, this one smells really good too, though. So this one's similar, but a little bit more tart and earthy. This one we won best sales from the world in 2022 at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. We beat out 700 different seltzers for that title. So this is uh, our this award one? winner. Mm -hmm. Love this one. This is, yeah, I, I mean, I love them both, but this one is like. Uh, so what I, I would like say it. about the two is Huckleberry, if you're someone that gravitates towards something a little sweeter. Yes. Like I could drink one of those, but I could drink like a few of these and not get like sick of it because I'm not big on sweet. Mm -hmm. I like how this is a little bit more subtle, but still has the tartness. Like I can taste the, the acidity almost like a little bit more watermelon. So the watermelon is unique because again, it's not like your standard watermelon. It's not like a Jolly Rancher. It has notes of vanilla. It's kind of like the rind of the watermelon. So mm. that's why we made it a green can. That is so different than any what, but it doesn't taste like fake watermelon. Mm -hmm. You know how it smells so good too. Wow, I like these, these have good smells. <laughs> yeah, these, these flavors are amazing. That watermelon is not like I mean, it does not taste like you're taking simple syrup. Down. No, it doesn't you taste know, like right. fake watermelon. Right, like a Jolly Rancher. Like you know how blue raspberry is a fake flavor. Yes. Like a watermelon and a watermelon flavored something doesn't taste the same. This. Tastes so good. We tried to stay away from that like fake strawberry cherry mix flavor that most people call watermelon. I can't do cherry anything either. And then this is grapefruit. And the last but not least is grapefruit. So it has a slight smoky note to it. It's our take on a Paloma, but we just felt like the grapefruit paired really nicely with the tequila. Oh. Joe would freak out. So over this. I'm not usually a grapefruit or tequila person, and I absolutely love that. That is so good. Uh, I just want to make it very clear: it does not feel like we're drinking right now. This feels like you know. I feel so. You, I like water salt, like non-alcoholic mm -hmm. seltzer. Yes, mm -hmm. and it's giving non-alcoholic seltzer, like in the subtleness of flavor, mm -hmm. not punching you in the face with overly sweet, not punching you in the face with overly alcoholic because i feel like there's a competitor of yours that has a tequila seltzer i think high noon right mm -hmm. so with that one when i drink them it's just all tequila no flavor i feel kind of sick after i drink one like i'm not a fan these ones like, which one do i want to drink i i think so <laughs> if i had to rank them are we allowed to yeah rank what's them? the favorite so elderberries first yep. for me then huckleberry. I loved watermelon though, so I don't know. Then <laughs> watermelon, then grapefruit, and only because I'm not a grapefruit person. But if I had to drink anything grape, like when I'm picking out any seltzer, I leave dark cherry and grapefruit last. But if I was drinking Viva, if any, like if someone reached into the cooler and said, "Hey, here's a variety. Here's pack. here's just a grapefruit," I'd be like, "Okay, that's fine." Like mm -hmm. I drink it. Yeah, that's so a great comparison. That's I don't think there's any that I would say. I'd be bummed getting handed, but I get really excited if I got the elderberry <laughs> because that one's 
delicious. Well, I just love it. They're because all so good. I've never had something. The huckleberry and the elderberry, I've never had it. Actually, all of them. Never had a seltzer that tastes like any of this because I can't stress this enough. And you probably are like, well, you have a co-founder of Viva on here. So we would be honest. We would be honest and be like, ah, like, I love this one. This one's not my favorite. Yeah. Because Carly and I, again, we don't drink a ton of seltzers anymore because it, they just don't taste. Maybe when they first came out, I was like, oh, my God, these are so good. And oh, then the sparkling mermaid one or whatever the oh, that one was. Now it's called <laughs> Spiked Seltzer. Spiked, Spiked Seltzer. Yeah, this yes. is it was called so Spiked Seltzer. We're showing our age here. But sparkling mermaid one. No, it's sparkling. <laughs> they changed to Bon and Viv now. They're Bon and Viv now. Oh, that yeah. one too, yeah. I don't even know if it's still around. I don't know if it <laughs> exists anymore either because it's so bad. Like, I can't believe that's what we drank. Yeah. That is when they were sold in glass bottles. That's when I started drinking them. We would have mm -hmm. glass bottles in our backpacks jingling around going to a party. Yeah. And then all these kids. They now, weren't even around when I was in yeah. college. No, you had twisted tea. <laughs> that was the closest thing we had to seltzer when no, I was in this, college. Mm -mm. No, this is delicious. So anyone 21 plus listening, where can they get it? Where can they indulge? You said Total Wine. Yes. Whole Foods, right? So Whole Foods, Total Wine, Market Basket on our website and on our Instagram. We actually have a store finder. So people can just put in their address and they can see all the stores and bars that they can get it. So we sell all over South Boston, um, a bunch down here around uh north station area some in fenway we're really all over the state so love it um, yeah so it's easy to access around exactly. boston most of our listeners i would say a high percentage of our listeners are here or around here mm -hmm. in massachusetts um what other states can you get it in just because we do have listeners in other states and i'm curious yeah so we're in 11 states now um it's mostly the northeast florida okay. and california great so we have a bunch in florida <laughs> and a bunch in california florida we're in and all the total wines there love it. over 30 and then in california we're primarily in the san francisco area a little great. bit in san diego but we're Perfect. gonna expand out there and then can you buy off your website you can Yes. Can we do a discount code? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I, let's do cake. 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 So if you want to order some for a discount, um, go to viva.com. Viva tequila seltzer.com. Viva tequila And we'll seltzer. do cake for 30% off. Ooh, wow. Morgan's okay. too good to us. And I know. You hear if you're that? watching this, we're fangirls now. We are in our. <laughs> <laughs> no. So cake for 30% off, which is. You know, you know, in this economy, that means a lot. Is off is um, so go to their website, Viva Tequila Seltzer. Follow them on Instagram. And we are going to cook up a nice little giveaway to do with them. But we're still working on the details of that. So yes. definitely keep an eye on our Eat the Damn Cake podcast Instagram and their Viva Tequila Seltzer Instagram. And we will. Uh, also, if you try it, tag us. If you try it because of our podcast, yes. tag us and tag Viva because um, we want to know what your favorite flavor is because now I'm curious what other people think. Like, I can't wait for Nick to try. Can't wait for Roger to try. Mm. Our dad works in the wine and liquor industry. Yeah. So he is, he's so funny when he tries new things, but he gives raw, honest reviews. Maybe we'll post Roger's reviews on Roger's um, reviews. Roger's reviews. Why don't we do that? <laughs> okay. It's taken us three years to come up with something. 
But Roger's reviews, cooking with Kaka, music with Maddie. Roger's, Roger's reviews. reviews. We're going to have Roger taste these. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Morgan, thank you so much I for know. coming on. Please, um, I mean, plug anything else to do with Viva Tequila, tequila Seltzer, whatever you want our people to know about it. Yeah. I mean, we covered a lot here, but just excited for all the listeners to try it and go out and find it and have it at the bars. <laughs> Super light, refreshing. Like I said earlier, the Viva Victory Den right here in North Station. You can buy Viva all over the garden, a bunch of different areas now inside. In Big Night Live. Big Night Live. Love yep, it. The Grand, all the all the different uh, clubs venues through Big Night. Well, I mean, I think it's a no-brainer, you guys. If you, if you see it on a menu, trust us in saying you will not be disappointed. You will not. <laughs> Just take a, take a chance on trying something new and you'll be like, shit, why haven't I tried this sooner? Yeah. So you're amazing, Morgan. You're welcome Thank you. on Thank our you podcast. Thank you for having me. Anytime. Any family of Viva is now family of ours. So I'll be appreciated. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. And tell us your favorite flavor. Yes, and we'll have Roger tell us his. Do not forget cake on vivatequilaseltzer.com for 30% off. So go get yours today before the code ends. Woo!